I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Ben Tice, Notre Dame, St. Ed's vice president, and now hockey player. Later, we'll hear from Liam Corcoran and Logan Wilson, people who, well, had a European vacation for three months called Study Abroad. We'll have good news and weather with Nikolai. I'm here with my co-host, Bobby Weldner, and all of this is now happening in the Red Room. That's good. Bobby, great to have you here. Father Ralph, great, great to be here again. Uh, great to be inside. The walk over from the seminary to, uh, to St. Ed's is pretty cold this morning. Uh, it's this cold. afternoon. Well, whatever time it is, yeah. it is cold. I actually think it was... I think it was actually warmer this morning when I got up early to go pray, Bobby, because, you know, in the morning I get up early and pray. Oh, I know you, you know, do. and I think you take pictures, but um, <laughs> I, uh, it, it was cold. I, it was cold, but it got colder during the day, and I think I got frostbite walking from Eddy Street Commons back to Corby for lunch. I said, that's probably the most expensive lunch I ever had. <laughs> yeah, really? Jeez. Yeah. Good grief. It's like, who opened up the... Uh, door and let it draft it i mean i it's cold but tomorrow it's going to bounce back up but you know what we're we're stealing all of nikolai's uh you know good news and weather yeah but i i want to say i want to publicly say bobby i want to say apologies to you we really did beat up on you last week i'm sorry it's okay you know i i I gotta be honest this was the first time i didn't go back and listen to the show i just you know i was like i think i took a look you know yeah you well (laughs) you you probably didn't go back and listen to it because you were wrong yeah Um, you don't want to be reminded of that but you were wrong yeah. You know, well, you know, you other, admitted being wrong, and we, we, you know, we acknowledged that you were wrong. <laughs> I, I was wrong. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. But you know, the other reason why I didn't listen, to Father Alf, it was an hour and forty-five minute show. Well, what's I wrong didn't with have that? that? I don't have that kind of time. Well, you you listen to it in bits. Well, well, even in bits, it was you know, it's, it's wow, tough to Bobby. Find an hour wow, and folks, minutes. we just found out that Bobby's <laughs> not that committed to the cause. No. See, no wonder why he didn't get a mullet. He was never committed in the beginning. Bobby, you are. I'm trying to bring healing here, and you're just reopening the wound. You're an Asian provocateur. Well, I've always known. I'm it. just expressing my compassion for and your ignorance. <laughs> my compassion for our listeners. Compassion, Who, Bobby. I mean, you know what? You're no. How no, many no. listeners last week? Opened up the podcast and saw an hour and 42 minutes and thought, wow, that's a long podcast. Bobby, I would open that up and say, look, I'm going to hear all about our brave boys right from them getting their mullets as it was happening. You didn't like it because you weren't there. Why? Because you didn't have any hair to give. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on here. Bobby is just a sea anchor slowing us all down. I want to say that I still have my mullet. I, which looks good. Thank you. I, and for the record, I walked in St. Ed's today. I compliment you on the mullet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I can't remember, but I know that Bobby, you're you're still an Asian provocateur still. But uh, I am. Um, I'm going to take the mullet, and I'm going to go into a Waffle House or a Cracker Barrel, and I want to see if I get special VIP treatment. I bet you will. I, I want to see. Do you know? Give me the the special menu that you give to that you don't give to non mulleted people. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you hope to see on that menu? Uh, a lot of good things. A lot of good things. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe cheesy grits. Cheesy grits with a little, you know, a little something else special, you know that, that you know the, the chef only makes because you know he's got a mullet and I got a mullet and we're mullet friends. Are cheesy grits worth getting a mullet? Oh, I think so, Bobby. Oh, have you ever geez. had? Have you have you ever been to Waffle House? I don't. House? I don't even think. I don't think you'd pay me to buy Bobby, the Bobby, cheesy Bobby. grits from Waffle House. Well, Bobby, you're missing out on a piece of America. <laughs> See, people, we've just found out not only is he an Asian provocateur, but he's also an elitist. Uh, Bobby, you know what? This, look, look. this is you are going down faster than Qualcomm stock, uh, Worldcom, excuse me, Worldcom. 
so I'm going to go down and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to come back. Uh, I'm going to go to a Waffle House and I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's fine. You I go know. to your Dunkin's and maybe they might give you coffee if they're accepting a gift card or, or cash. <laughs> well, that's true. Who knows? They might not even have coffee. But I know, you know what? I'm going to get a good meal at Waffle House. Uh, what else is going on here? Uh, uh, well, I understand. Weather, that, you? Well, cold weather. You know, this time of year brings in the geese. This, the St. Joe's Lake, and maybe you know more from, from Father Terry Ehrman, but St. Joe's Lake is a big migratory spot this time of year. And so we have hundreds and hundreds of geese outside the seminary right now. Mm. And they are pretty loud. I don't know. Is it a, is it a caw? Is it a quack? Is it a crow? What, what does a geese do? You know, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it, Bobby. I don't have time to waste. <laughs> but I would say this, is that it, right now, uh, this is not a migration season. Uh, what you're seeing is, is that these birds um, come back to St. Joe's Lake because it has warm water from the power plant. That's mm. flu- So there's a discharge sure. on the east side. And so that, if you notice, that lake rarely freezes over yep. like St. Mary's. So the geese go out during the day into the farm fields if they can. They're looking for scrap, you sure, know, little yeah. corn stuff, and then they fly back because that lake is always uh, open. Now, if you go across, like today, uh, I was walking a little bit outside, not too much, but St. Mary's was, I would say, maybe about... 85% frozen, it's now about like 95% frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, but St. Joe's Lake is completely open. You could go take a dip in there. And that's why they always do the polar bear dip in there. It wasn't that cold, folks. Sure. Um, but it's it's great enough for those birds. Oh, that's interesting. But so one, are they here all, the, all winter then? Because I don't remember yeah, that. They're here year-round. Yeah, they're here year-round, year which is abnormal. Abnormal. Okay. Because, because if one year, do you remember um, we had the polar vortices? Uh, yeah, po- okay. polar vortex, yeah. yeah. Well, there was more Vortices, than, yeah. yeah okay. Because there was, there was, sure, it sure, happened sure. not once, but twice. And those lakes both froze over. Oh, wow. And that was really odd. And the uh, the geese and the ducks all died. Mm. Um, because they need they need water. Yeah, of course. So, so the, m- most of those fowl are going to keep going where there's, you know, fresh water where they can swim around and, you know, and yeah, yeah, whatever sure. they eat. Um, you know, all that stuff. But um, so that's what goes on. Um, I'm also a bird nerd. Uh, Father Terry is too. He's more into, he's more of a generalist, but I'm more of a foul man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that's what goes on over there in that lake. Now, I have to say that uh, we are now uh, speeding off. Uh, the semester is already well off and running, and we're already talking about spring break. The people in the hallway, I was like, folks, you just got well, back we're five here. weeks away. What do you need a break from? The uh, uh, South Bend in the middle of winter, you know. The permacloud? The permacloud, the classes. You know, there's not, there's not a lot of, you know, there aren't many exciting things going on this this time of year. It's, well, you know. maybe at the seminary. And but it's spring break. It's, <laughs> yeah. we, I mean, like, well, we have a jam-packed. I mean, we've been doing well, things. Now, when's Mom's Weekend? Uh, Mom's Weekend is not coming fast enough. It's going to be March 31st, April 1st. No fooling, and April 2nd. Okay. Um, so we're already working busy on that. We had a little bit of a problem collecting the Google responses, but uh, everything's been cleared up. It does not affect the weekend. We just need to make sure that they're coming, that you're coming, Mom. So if you're a mom of a current Stedsman and you're planning to come, make sure that you've re-registered, and that 
link would have been sent to you not once but twice after the new year uh, to make sure that you're coming. Um, but uh, I matter of fact, today, this morning, uh, after my early morning mass, I, uh, I uh, was taking care of it. So it's omnipresent. We have a weekly meeting with our, our, our commissioner, Jake Buckendorf. Um, and so uh, you, you'll hear more about it, uh, Bobby. Uh, oh. And maybe, maybe you can make an appearance or something. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm not promising anything. I, I, I know. But it'll, 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 it will, it, it will I, I guess, maybe speak to your elitist, you know, uh, desires and, you know, well, pensions. I bet there's going to be a lot of fresh haircuts by the time Mom's Weekend comes around. So. <laughs> there's no doubt of that, Bobby. Bobby, the mission accomplished. So mission suddenly everyone's going to become an elitist, I guess. No, no. I just don't eat at Waffle Houses, you know? <laughs> it's like, wow, the things you find out in the Red Room. You know what, Bobby? We got a show to do. We got we got to start the show. We got to get on the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get it on. All right, Bobby. Our first guest is none other than former Vice President Ben Tice. Thank you for having me on, Father. I got your name right. Yeah, it's yeah. Tice. Tice. Not, nice. Oh wow! Tice. I, I said it right. You've been saying Thies prior to him coming here. I know. I know. But you know what, Bobby? Because he's here, I now clean up my act. Okay, there you go. But uh, you know, uh, you're enjoying the life of a senior, aren't you? I am. Uh, we've got approximately 100 days left, which is a Oh, who's counting? Fun. Who's counting? Uh, not me, but <laughs> Senior Class Council is hosting a 100 days dance tonight, so that's why I'm counting. Oh, I thought oh. that was last week. No, that's tonight. Oh, wow. There's a lot of dances. So where's the dance? Uh, I think Dinky Ballroom. Dinky Ballroom. Oh, I see. Cool. Now, now, do you have a date? Can we go there? Uh, I can always add another one, plus one for you, Father. Oh, you know, I just yeah. kind of like just flash the collar. Oh, okay. You know, like, do you know who I am? You don't, you don't need to, <laughs> you know, I do that with Jedi Wife. You don't need to see my ticket. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you got to dance to go tonight, so we don't want to keep you too much here because you got to gussy yourself up. and. Yeah, it takes me a while. It does. There's a know? lot of work to do it, prettying it, this up. Exactly. So. You mean like, you know, with the hair and all that stuff? You know, you don't have as much hair as I do. Okay. I just wish that you got a mullet because... You would look great with a mullet on the ice because you are a member of the Steads hockey team. Thank you for going out there. Of course. It's now, have you always of the year. have you always played hockey? Um, I played growing up, uh, like skated as soon as I could walk, but then didn't play competitively from like sixth grade until mm-hmm. I got here freshman year. I see. Went out for the Steads team. So I see. Wow. Quite the gap in my record. Well, I, I heard that you got more into frisbee. Where'd you hear that from? Uh, in the hall. In the hallway. <laughs> I'm intimidated. Um, you got into Frisbee. Yeah. I mean, first two years when I was here, I played on the yeah. Frisbee team. Yeah. Huh. See? Always Father listen knows. To, always yeah, listen wow. to people. Yeah. Oh, I love this. People think, oh, he doesn't know. Oh, I know more than you think, and sometimes I don't want to know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. But anyway. The, 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 the hockey Frisbee crossover. You know, it's a rare dual athlete. Yeah, I didn't play frisbee either until I got here. But it was one okay. of those where you can go out freshman year and. Wait, wait is this a, is this also a hall sport or a dorm sport? No, this was a club sport. Oh, a club sport. Okay. Now I heard that you had a drop because it was affecting the frisbee was a direct affecting your hockey game. You know that way you flip the frisbee. He, well, I heard he was starting to get too many high sticks. You know that yeah. too, probably. I, it was probably icing on the field too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they weren't a fan of the crossover, but my true dedication is to hockey. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I have to ask, how is our record? Um, right now, Father, our record's zero one and one, which is unique to hockey. But wow. they didn't. 
we tied it up in the last game. Okay. So we have one loss and one tie, but we're trending up. Okay, I don't want to be a doctor reopening old wounds here, but what about that loss? Tell us, was that our first game? Our first game, that was a that was a tough start to the season. Who did our, we play? We played Soren Morrissey. So oh, no. Some, some old wounds reopened there. Oh, so no. Say it ain't so. Some familiar faces I wish I didn't see. Oh, oh, oh God. Uh, folks, I'm, I'm sorry. We need to pause because I'm getting sick here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Bobby, take over, please. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm still hung up on 0, 1, and 1. Do you get any type of winning percentage when you're 0, 1, and 1? Are you true 0, 0 winning percentage? Our winning or, percentage uh, on the year get, is like, still little, 0. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Um, um, but it feels like you should get some credit for that tie, you know? Yeah, give, you, give us like 50% credit. It's like, <laughs> exactly. it's like turning in late work. Exactly. You, know, you, get, you get something. But, yeah, that's tough. So Soren and Morrissey are the two... Yeah, so we played Soren Morrissey the first week, and then we played, um, what was it? It was Stanford Knot uh, okay. just this past Wednesday, and that was a heck of a game. We went, we went down three goals in a single shift, so in like a two-minute period, they put three in on us. Wow. Um, but then in the third period, we clawed back. Now, whoever's on that shot. shift, are they still on the team? You know, the general managers are talking to them right now. Oh, okay. um, we'll we'll see if it, by the, by the time the trade deadline comes up next week, if they're still on the team. Okay, but so um, so do we have prospects for a win? Who do we, who do we play next? Uh, next week we play Dylan Dylan Keenan. So two big dorms should have some mm. good guys, but you know anything can happen. Yeah, as Miracle taught us, I don't care if they win nine; we just have to win one. Okay, I'm back. Um, I, I I don't know. Maybe you asked this question already, but uh, do we have? How is our team? I mean, is it? I know there's this movement from Rex Sports to merge teams together, so they have to do less work. Um, do we have our own team? So unfortunately, we tried to have our own team, but they made us combine with Pangborn. Um, uh, Pangborn. Pangborn. Yeah. That was I my mean, we might really do. <laughs> God, we might. Never mind. I, I, good grief. I, I just feel like I've been run through with a sword. I mean, like, we got left. We got, oh, we're better yet. We got left at the ball without a date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're playing with Pangborn. Pangborn is a hall that they didn't know what to do with, so they stuck a bunch of guys in it. They turned it from a woman's hall into a men's hall. And they probably have, like, I don't know, three classes in there. They don't have a full class complement in the hall, do they? Yeah. No, it hasn't been around long enough to have a full spectrum of classes. Um, so but they're playing down, and now we're playing down. Yeah, it was freshman year. We had a purely studs team, but the past two years we've had. Oh, to come man, I just can't get over. That means the schedules would say Saint Ed's Pangborn, like as the. Or I hope it's not Pangborn Saint Ed's. I hope it's at least Saint Ed's Pangborn. Uh, it changes based on the night. I've seen both. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> Can someone give like a, you know, a $5 or $10 note, you know, and hey, do a little favor to St. Ed's Pangborn? I think Stedsborn. I like it. STP. I think Stedsborn sounds better than Pang Steds. So. You, yeah. I think you have to put Steds first. Yeah, marketing. Yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. Now, who is our our coach? We have uh, quite the lineup of coaches. Um, the first game, we only had one one coach show up, and that was Mr. John Sacris. Mm. Um, brought a lot of lot of knowledge and expertise to mm-hmm. the game. Um, but last week, I did some recruiting. Uh, 
might have offered a couple rounds of the backer to any of the seniors that showed up mm. um, to coach our team. So we yeah. got only twenty-one year olds. Only twenty-one year olds, seniors only. Yeah. Senior um, only. Senior night. It was senior, senior night. coaches. It was senior night at Suds Hockey. Yeah. But I got former president Mike Lynch. He was showing up on the bench. Current president in Tompkins. So we had wow. some real royalty oh, yeah. standing behind us. Well, you know, be careful because you know they could take shots at them. You know, the other team. You know, take out the you know the administration. Take out the president. I mean. Boy, there better have been some bodyguards there, you know? Pucks there, could have been flying and yeah. taken out our president. How dare you? There probably were some bodyguards there because we were playing the student body president on the other team. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, wow. so there were some good chirps involving that. Ooh, like, I love you could, You can't pass policy, but you you can't pass the puck, can't pass policy. Uh, <laughs> can't pass a resolution, but you cross the blue line. Oh, <laughs> the oh, life, the life. Yeah. Now, what position do you play? I'm usually a defenseman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there any, like, any, like, I, I, I know that, you know, people have, like, these little regimens they do to psych themselves up to get out there on the ice and all that stuff. And it seems to me that hockey is one of those that has more superstitions and other things that people do, like they cross, like they cross their, their shoelaces a certain way, or they, you know, all these little things. Do you have any little things that, you know, get you get yourself going on the ice here? Uh, in studs hockey, we like playing the Herb's Brook, Herb Brooks uh, miracle speech over the speaker before we leave the locker room. Mm-hmm. Gets the boys fired up. Mm-hmm. Not fired up enough, though. Apparently. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. We're like trying this, Bobby. It yes, I, I guess what he's trying to say is your best wasn't good enough. Thank you, Bobby. I got to keep the team motivated, you know, Father Al. He's, he's, you know, Thank he's, you for holding us to a stand. Yeah, he's exactly. a downer. He's a downer. I'm not a downer. I, yeah, come on. You know what? We I affirm you. We know you can do better. And we're we're cheering for you. I just remember, you know. What do you remember? St. Ed's in its glory days, you know. He's were living in the, the past, Bobby. I was not on the hockey team. I was not on the hockey team. I I think I might, we can we can scrounge up some eligibility if you want to lace up. Oh uh, yeah, and I have my full right, hockey eligibility. He's, he's living in the past, and <laughs> just let him go. He's living in the past. You know what the best year for hockey was last year? NHL. Oh, I don't. You know what the best year for hockey was? Uh, 01 when the Devils won the Stanley Cup. Uh, no, uh, it was the best year was when they had the lockout and they had no season. Wow, I'm not. I can't. I have to admit, I'm not a big talk about a downer perspective. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is, is that I'm not a big NHL guy. That's fair. But I'm more of a Stead's hockey guy. Mm. How many games have you been to this season? I've been to all of them. Oh, have you? I have. Okay. Yeah, you know, I go. I always sit by myself because. You know, I don't want to, like, put too much pressure on the kids. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like, oh, gosh, you know, Father Ralph's there. You know, and they and they put this pressure on, you know, mm. they take it on themselves. And I don't want that. I want them to focus on taking Soren down. That's what I want, you know. Yeah. I hope we get another shot at that one. Oh, don't worry. We will. Let's 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 have a rematch. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it out there on uh, St. Joe's Lake. It <laughs> <laughs> never freezes. Or, you know what? We'll go out there, and we just will never show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that, Soren Hall. Now, uh, what is one thing, one thing that you're hoping uh, to achieve by the end of your career in hockey at St. Ed's? Well, Father, um, I think that last season's championship that eluded us in a shootout, that's always one that I'll want back. Mm. Um, mm. Might be a little bit of a miracle this season, but... This season we're going for a win, a win next game, build the momentum into the playoffs the week after. You never know what can happen. I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. Now, I'm going to throw another question out there. 
Where did you learn to cook? You, I've heard, are a great cook. And you can put on a meal like none other. And it's like, it's like, it's like maybe a Michelin star. Well, just like the Frisbee rumors, I don't, no idea where these are based out of. Um, but but I, am, I, am I wrong? I, I enjoy cooking from time to time. Ah, okay, but, there we go, you know. So what do you make? Well, freshman year, um, I tried making uh, steak and risotto and squash for my friends in the flounge and might have set off the fire alarm, oh. cleared out the entire dorm. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I've been I've been trying to build back that reputation ever since, uh, cooking for friends and. Do you live uh, here in the dorm? No, not anymore. You're, you're I'm, off I'm off campus, okay. which okay. which helps with that. I yeah. can set off the fire alarm whenever exactly. I want. Yep. Um, but so what do you make? What do you like to make now? What's your go-to? Ooh, um, I I cook whatever's whatever's fresh, whatever's in season. Wow. Love making salmon. Spoken like a true chef. Squash. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, let me ask. Potatoes. Bobby was trying to tell me earlier that potatoes you could live off. If you if you had to live off something, you could just live off potatoes. They're the one food that have the nutrients that you need that you can you know sustain yourself on just purely potatoes. I I think he's speaking on the behalf of the Potato Council USA. Look, I don't like potatoes, but yeah, I mean. I, I, I don't personally enjoy potatoes. I'm, I'm not much of a historian myself, but haven't people tried this in the past and went pretty poorly for them? <laughs> I think so, down there in the Andes. Or the Irish tried this before. Well, you know, this is, you know, here's something. You know, potatoes come from the Andes. They actually, they were brought yeah. from the New World back to Europe, so I don't know what they were doing in Germany without yeah. potatoes. Or in Ireland, they come from uh, the Andes, Peru, the Incans. And I don't know what the... I'll have to get into one of those classes. Whatever they teach, they teach Quechua, uh, the ancient Incan language. I don't know what, how you say potato, but that's where it comes from. Interesting. Um, but I say, Bobby, I don't want to live on potatoes alone. No, I don't either. But right, I, I, no. it was just an interest. I mean, I heard this from someone, you know, someone uh, in the yeah. seminary, mm-hmm. and it's an interest. I think it's an. Interesting I'd be careful fact. listening to people in the seminary. Look, there's always not, there's always a lot of people pontificating about a lot I'm of things trying, they don't know. I'm not trying to live on potatoes. I don't even like potatoes that much. Wow. But you were dissing potatoes before Father Off, and I felt like it needed to to stand up for the for big potato. Well, I I think uh, Mr. Potato Head over here uh, for USA. Potato Council has made his point. <laughs> oh, right. I'll, I'm sorry if I hurt the potato. Please forgive me. The potato lobby? The potato lobby. Don't you know, careful. You, you got to watch out. You got to watch out. <laughs> I'm not going to be stepping foot in Idaho yeah, anytime no. soon. Well, Ben, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for all that you do on and off the ice, Mr. Vice President. And we hope you continue to enjoy your senior year. Well, thank you, Father. It's thank been you, a pleasure. Ben. Bobby, don't you like that, Ben? Yeah, I love Ben. You know yeah. what? We tried to amend the Constitution of Student Activities. I don't even know they had a Constitution, so that he could continue to be Vice President along with President Lynch. But we couldn't do it. Mm. We didn't have enough $1 bills in that white envelope. But I, I'm sure we ended up with a pretty solid Vice President this year. Oh, we ended up with two Vice Presidents. And But you know what? You always miss what you You could always use a third. I could, I, we could, yeah, make them all vice like presidents. How many vice presidents do we have here at the school? Uh, we, have, we actually have a vice president for vice presidents, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, we got to move on because our next guests are here. They are none other than Liam Corcoran and Logan Wilson. Welcome to thank, the Red Room. Thank, thank you, Father Al. Thank you. These, now, these juniors, uh, I, you know, Bobby, 
They're living the life. They just got done living the best life ever in the fall. Why? Because they were on their three-month European vacation. Oh, yeah. Now, where you were in London? I was in Rome. I oh, you were in Rome. Okay. It was it was amazing. It was just every yeah, day. Yeah, was it? it was, the weather was great. How was first. the wine? I'm not the biggest wine guy. Oh, but it's okay. You're among friends. Yeah, I was among friends, but um, <laughs> you one of, were. <laughs> one, of my, one of my roommates was was a big wine guy, and he he had he was buying them all the time, and I had a few sips, but uh, I'm not a big wine guy. I don't mm, like it. Okay, but. sure. Okay. That's great. Sorry, mom. He, we'll get we'll get the we'll get the story out. <laughs> and, and Logan, you're in London. Liam, yes. yes. Or Lee, sorry, yes. Logan, Logan Liam. Liam. Yes, sorry, sorry, I Liam. was in London. It was an amazing experience. Uh, I didn't have to deal with any uh, language barrier like Logan had to, yeah. but I was with a lot of friends uh, from Notre Dame, and it was a great time. Wow. Now you know, I hear that your coursework is so demanding. Oh yeah. Uh, but you're able to break away from it every now and then on the weekend. Yeah. And and, and jet off somewhere. Now, did you guys ever meet up? You know, like, hey, let's go, let's go and meet up in Ibiza, you know? <laughs> or yeah. you know, let's go to Portofino. So I think we we met up about four times, maybe. I went Barcelona. to Sorry. I went to London <laughs> once. He came to Rome once. Went to Prague, and where was the other place? Uh, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Oh, in oh <laughs> wow! Yes. Oh. Das is eine Überraschung. <laughs> oh, of course you couldn't you couldn't miss out on oh. Oktoberfest. Oh, so which well, was your favorite trip? No, 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 no. no. I want to hear. No, I, before we, <laughs> well, I, I want to hear about good. Oktoberfest. No, oh, they're yeah. going to take it away. <laughs> Wino over there is going to take it somewhere else. Where do where right. we go? So it was a. Uh, I pulled up on Thursday, so we went in on Thursday night, kind of scoped it out. Me and Tim Overlees. Mm-hmm. My, uh, he was in Rome with me, so we came out on Thursday. We Another scoped it out, yeah. And we didn't really do much that night because they were coming in on Friday. Mm-hmm. So then Friday rolled around, and and it's like nine a.m. People are like lining up for tables and stuff. And mm. I think it was a Dylan kid's um, Jack Taylor. His mom got us a table, so we didn't have to wait in line. But there's mm-hmm. lines for tables for hours, oh, and yeah, we go at twelve, and it's just twelve noon, twelve noon, noon. <laughs> and. His parents are there. Jack Taylor's parents are there, just buying us spirits. So we were just having full, uh, like Stein glasses, and just handed to us for free. They were like eleven dollars, and it was a great time. And we were there all day, Friday, Saturday, and then horrible flight home on Sunday. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, the life of a student, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. The life of a student. Uh, so did you? You pray. Please tell me you didn't try to take one of the glasses. No, but uh, that's a big no-no. That's a big no-no. That is a big no-no. Is that a big Big, no-no? Oh, I didn't know that. They're very protective about their steins over there. But I'm sure you can buy a souvenir, because I I have a... I have a Hofbrauhaus. house. Yeah, yeah big yes. yeah. That is exactly the tent. So uh, yeah. have you guys been to Oktoberfest before or no? I've been to Munich a few times. Yeah, so they have yeah. a big camp uh, ground, and there's carnival rides all over the place. There's standard food, bratwurst, and uh, like schnitzel and stuff like that. And then there's giant, giant tents that look like they're permanent structures, but they put them up just for Oktoberfest. They have hundreds of people in them, and we were in the Hofbrau tent. That's where uh, I found that most Americans were there because I met kids from Boston College, Villanova, Providence. So it was a really, really fun tent. They had a, a band playing. They only played one song, but they did a really good job. <laughs> they played one song. It, it was called, uh, it's called Ein Prosit, and uh, yes. they would sing it. It's oh, uh, German folk music, and every time they would play it, which is about once every two or three minutes, you'd have to <laughs> cheers everyone, say yeah. prosit, and uh, and, ch- and uh, drink your drink. Yeah, it was a really good great. time. I mean, the place was ginormous. It was like, there's carnivals, there was kids there, families. It was like a huge thing. It was... Yeah, yeah. I, I've been around the, yeah. the Oktoberfest grounds before. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty it's big. Inc- it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Now, 
here's something funny. One of my good friends, she lives in Bavaria. And before you get to Oktoberfest, every other little town in Bavaria has its own little folks fest. Mm-hmm. And they have a parade, you know. They have, like, the bunny rabbit club. And they, they're marching, in, as only they could in Germany, marching <laughs> with their rabbits in their lederhosen and their trocken, you know. And, and, they, and they're, and they're, they're going to go to, like, like a big bear tent, you know. And then they have, like, you know, I forget, like, you know, some other club and all these other things, you know, the, the, the big blast music go down. And then they have the big, you know, Bacchus comes in this big barrel and it goes in and everyone. But all these little towns have these little these little parties and they lead up to Oktoberfest. And so yours truly uh, got to partake in one um, one year, and you put on the later hosen, and you just you know everyone's driven that day. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Bobby, you were so wait, so when you say they lead up to October, you mean like in terms of the calendar year, or mm-hmm. they yes. don't actually physically? So, no. What what they do is like all of, them, on. all of them. No. What they all do is like this is in August. Yeah. Okay. You know, and it probably goes back in July. It's full swing in August. I mean, every every weekend, every day, there's all these towns oh, having them, and they all yeah. culminate um, in the in the big Oktoberfest. Yeah, the amazing thing is that Oktoberfest isn't just one weekend either. It's an actually an entire month. Uh, yeah. So it goes from last week of September into the third week of October. Now, so. here's a funny story. I knew uh, a German doctor, and I said, "What? What? You know?" He was talking about Oktoberfest, and I said. I bet it's a busy time. He goes, oh, yes. I said, and I said, I bet it's a fun time. He goes, no, I hate it. And I said, well, why do you hate it? He goes, all of the Italians that are drunk come into the ER after fighting with one another. Oh, and he says, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> so what else, where, uh, where else was the, a fun place for you to go besides Oktoberfest? So we had great times together uh, in Prague and yeah. in, uh, where was the other place we were together? London and Rome. And, and London and Rome. Fest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I'd say my favorite place that I visited had to be Budapest. Um, unfortunately, oh, I didn't get to go with Logan and Tim, uh, but... Did you go to the bathhouses? I did go to the bathhouses, yeah. yeah. That was that was really crazy. Um, I also We also did a tour along the river that split the city into Buda and Pesh. Um, and then we also went to Ruin Bars, which is in the like old district. So mm-hmm. it was like these really old brick uh, like buildings with holes in the wall and stuff and graffiti all over the place. But it was a really, really cool environment and mm-hmm. unlike anything I've ever done before. Yeah. Well, Logan? Uh, I went to Budapest too, but I just feel like I didn't have the best group that I went with. So I did like the same things. I mean, I liked it and did, I think, basically the exact same thing that he did. But I don't know. I liked Vienna and Austria a little bit better. So it was Thanksgiving weekend. We did Budapest Wednesday and Thursday, and then we took a bus over to Austria. But interestingly enough, me and Tim's phones, we ran out of data, so we couldn't. We had no directions, <laughs> and it was like 6 a.m. in the morning when we had to get to this bus that was like two to three miles away from our Airbnb, and we, we had a tough night, so we slept in a little later than the other people we were living with, and they were like, we got to go, like we have to get on this bus. So they're all gone, and me and Tim are just walking through the middle of Budapest just without phones, and some, I really don't know how we did it, but we made it, like, a, I think it was, like, two miles to this bus station with, wow. <laughs> with, with no amazing. data, no, no directions, nothing, <laughs> and, like, it was, like, the sun was coming up, like, we were, like, what is going on? I have no idea, but get on the bus, go over to Austria, and Vienna was just, it was, it was just a beautiful city. It was amazing. There was... Um, I, I couldn't really tell you exactly what I did. I, I don't really remember because it kind of like blurs with everything else. But 
I just remember it being a clean city, so much going on. Um, the Christmas markets were amazing. I lost my wallet in a Christmas market, and they they go on the loudspeaker. Logan Wilson, you lost your wallet. Come to the come to the center and get it. And I was like, they're very nice people. I mean, they're not stealing my wallet. Also, interesting story. The problem is really looking out for interesting you. Interesting story. Um, it's amazing. When I was when it's I was in, yeah. when I was in Paris, I got pickpocketed. Oh, stole my phone. Some random guy comes up to me. Do you have your phone? Do you have your phone? I was like, uh. I thought he was trying to see my phone, so I was like, oh, no, I don't have my phone. And he's like, no, check. Don't have my phone. And then he's like, all right, stay right here. I'll come right back. He sprints up the stairs, because I'm in the bottom like of a subway right now. He sprints up the stairs, chases down some guy, gets my phone back. He's like, I'm an undercover cop. That guy just pickpocketed you. And I was like, thank you very much, sir. Wow. <laughs> St. Edward was looking after him. Well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just losing stuff left and right, and people are just... Giving it right back to me. Oh, wow. I, still, I still can't get over the walking two miles and finding a bus stop. That's right. I mean, Budapest. bus stops are tough to find with a phone because <laughs> yes, bus stops are hardly marked. And, and, yeah. and, and just Budapest, wander upon it. Budapest, it's just it's a it crazy cold city. Too. Oh, it is. It was yeah. Cold. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's a tough city to navigate too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, not we, a lot of English spoken there either. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You know, Eastern wow. Europe really has been touched by communism, and you can really tell. It still has. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, it's, I mean, like living under you know brutal communism and the architecture and you know all that stuff. It's still just not up to par. You know, yeah. it just is, it just isn't. Don't ever try to take a train anywhere in Eastern Europe, like Hungary. Oh, I've actually done that before. I've done it, and then I took a car ride home. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna take a car ride back from Romania back to Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna do this train thing. Um, but I gotta ask, when you're over there, now people will say like, well, you know, you get to travel and all this other stuff, but you really are doing classes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, you you're getting some money's worth here. What 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 was your schedule like? I mean, where did you study? How was it? You know, is it Notre Dame or is it like, you know, some other place sponsored by this and, you know? Yeah, so London has to be uh, Notre Dame's most popular, uh, tr- like, study abroad spot. So they have a dorm, they have a dorm and they have a satellite campus um, in Trafalgar Square that we ha- were able to study in. Wow. So, yeah. It, Primo. It, yeah, we were in Waterloo Station was our dorm. We got to walk across the river, got to see the London Eye, um, Big Ben, uh, Westminster Hall, like, yes. every single morning. Wow. So it was an amazing walk to class. And uh, each class I had was three hours long. I only had it once a week. And uh, I really, I took two classes. I took a Catholic art class um, and an archaeology and ethics class, which I really, really love. Never thought I would be taking those classes as a business major. Um, but I, I got to travel around the city, around the UK, and visit all these amazing places and really uh, dive into the culture there. And it was, I really, uh, me and fellow Stedsman Graham Lorenz, every place we went to, I think, abroad, we tried to go to a museum um, and look at art. We really got into art over there, uh, which is something I really uh, didn't expect out of myself. But uh, I became so cultured as Father Ralph is, uh, he's mimicking me over there. But I became very cultured over uh, mm, yeah. you don't well, 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 Let's test you here. So, All right. so tell me about your favorite piece of art from um, okay, so I'd say my favorite artist has to be Veronese. Yeah, he's a uh, Venetian Renaissance painter. Um, that was and stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. so actually, our door, our. Uh, I was expecting him to be like, uh. No, so uh, we had to. Uh, Graham and I had to do a presentation on him, and uh, luckily in London, our, um, our 
where we had our classes was right next to the National Gallery. So we went there several times. It had new exhibits all the time, and uh, it yeah. was it was great. And you found oh, the rest cool. out on Wikipedia. Yes, it, absolutely. Because the internet's go that far. <laughs> it does, it okay. does. Logan, what about you? How were your classes? Yeah, so in Rome, there's two different programs. I was in the program that uh, used another school, so I was with, in John Cabot University. Oh, Gian- Giovanni Caboto, <laughs> yeah. as they say in Italian. <laughs> so it, it's actually an American university, so... Yeah, no, no I, know. <laughs> I know. I ran um, into it by accident. <laughs> um, so I took, I don't know, I took an M&A class, a macroeconomics class, one ethics class, uh, just a yeah. Italian class, and they weren't that hard, I mean... We went on two or Monday through Thursday. I had one class on Thursday. Most it was Monday through Wednesday, and they weren't that hard. They gave us some work, some tests, but it wasn't that difficult. But one class was with Notre Dame with the other program. They have um, the architecture program at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. and they um, it's called the Villa, and it's um, it's right by the Coliseum. Yeah, it's posh. It's, it's, it's nice. It's really yeah. nice. But they they got like it's like Fort Knox. You can't get in there. It's really hard. Like, they won't even let me in there because I don't live there, but it's still Notre Dame. I don't know. It's wow. But, um, yeah, so my other class with Notre Dame was uh, it was called All Roads Lead to Rome. And every week we would just travel around Rome, see different monuments, go to, like, the Vittoriano, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was that week we would uh, travel around. That was a lot of fun. Um, didn't really get into too much art. Couldn't tell you that much about it, but... Mm. Uh, there was a lot of art there, which was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news, Logan, is that should you ever get into art, Rome is going to be there. Yeah. So you can always go back. I never understood, Bobby, while, you know, we would always go to Rome, everyone runs around like they got to see everything. And I was like, you know, Rome has been here for thousands of years. I don't need to see everything. I can come back. Well, yeah, but, but a lot of people, that's their one trip to Rome, you know. I, With today's I prices, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I think back maybe. I, 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 I did that. My my because my, I've only been to Rome once myself, and I don't run around. You'll be back there. Yeah, <laughs> you'll so. be back, and it will be there. It will be there. Now I got to ask, what are uh, one thing that you truly miss um, about you know where you were studying, like a favorite restaurant or a thing to do, or you know uh, seeing something. So uh, we were really lucky to be right um, around Soho and Chinatown in London and walking, like, we'd have time between classes to get lunch or something like that. Um, and we'd walk around, go to a new new place if we had time. Um, and just, the I really love the pub culture in London, not spe- specifically the drinking, but after work every day or after school, you'd go around, you'd walk home and every single pub would be filled. There'd be people outside talking, coworkers, friends, and uh, I think... The people who study in London really they integrate into that pub culture, and it's just a really, really uh, fun thing to do. Now, did you go to that wine bar very much uh, right below? Um, what what is that station right there? You know, um, there's a wine bar. Oh, What's it called? It's right on the walk between. Oh, um, it between is. The... I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. No, unfor- I'm not a big wine guy. Um, we really tried. They had a bunch of local breweries over there. Sure. Uh, so we just. Would have, would have, but whatever, like the, the, local the wines of Scotland, Bobby, never really caught up. <laughs> but there's a really cool wine bar. It's like a cavernous place that you, um, and it's right between, you know, the walk from from the school building back to, to Conway Hall. Yeah, it sounds very elitist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no, no, it's a popular place when I was, in the, when I was over there. Yeah. yeah. How you look? Um, I just liked my like walks to class. Um, it was so different than here, just walking to class and. As you were saying earlier that everything's like a thousand years old, so it's, it's just weird looking to your right and you're like, wow, that thing's been there for 
so long. You walk out, you're going home at night, and you just see a church that's just, like, famous, and everyone knows about it. And it's, it was just a really cool experience to, like... And I really liked the, the cobblestone roads. For, I, just, mm-hmm. I just liked the whole aesthetic to it. And I don't know. I just, I just add those in there. Yeah, it just, <laughs> just made me feel a little warm and fuzzy in there. It appealed to your Victorian sense. Yeah, and <laughs> also, Rome is a... It's kind of dirty. It's a kind oh, of a dirty don't say it. <laughs> yeah. And and there's so much graffiti, but there's a lot of cool graffiti too. Hmm. And there was one like um, right by uh, where I was living. It was this really nice apple. And I'll look at it every single morning. I was like, "There's my apple." As I, as I walk in the <laughs> Says the man from the Big Apple. <laughs> uh, now, I, I every time when I come back, uh, I you know from Europe, I'm always thankful for America because I love American bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I love American air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, I love being an American because that's where I know I'm free. What did you miss about home when you were on your vacation? Your I bet it was that martial loss. I bet you were you were watching that martial loss yes. thinking, I wish I was back at Notre Dame Stadium. <laughs> I was actually in, in Bath at the moment for my archaeology class watching that game. So um, I was on a bus with a uh, fellow uh, Stedsman, uh, Graham Lorenz. So that was heartbreaking. Uh, but what I what I definitely missed was probably either ice or free water. Oh, those those were two things I uh, I really have uh, taken for granted over here, and yeah. I definitely appreciate it. Made most of it since I've been back. Yeah, ice and free water definitely up there. Uh, dryers do not like hanging my clothes. It takes two two days for all my stuff to dry. It just mm-hmm. does the whole process way too long. Air conditioning. Um, when I got to Rome in September, I thought I was going to die every time I went to sleep. I mean, I was just like, I would just wake up, and it was just like so sweaty. It was disgusting. And then I would have to dr- wash my sheets, and it would take two days to dry them. So it was just like the whole process was just ruined. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, that's why Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. <laughs> bad dryers. <laughs> not, not even bad, just no dryers. Yeah, no dryers. <laughs> um, um, pretty much everyone spoke English that... Uh, like restaurants, taxi drivers, they spoke English. In the hospital, they don't speak English. If you uh, if you ever get hurt, you go to the hospital, no English. Um, <laughs> they don't speak Italian and German either in, at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what else did I miss? Um, there's no chains in Italy. I kind of miss McDonald's sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you get that like craving. Mm-hmm. But they no, they do have McDonald's. Only like at train stations, really, kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Or um, near train stations, I think. They actually, there's one McDonald's. It's right by the Spanish Steps, mm-hmm. and they have like statues in it and stuff. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. If you if you ever go back to Rome, I'd, I'd suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I hate? Hate toilets. I hate Europe, where you got to go and you got to make oh, yeah. oh, pay, yeah. and you got to make change, and yeah. there's someone standing yeah, there making change like that. Yeah. Especially since it's all cashless, uh, cashless over there. So they're like, "Do you have mm-hmm. like ten pence?" And I was like, "I don't even know what that means." But <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Is it a hundred dollars to your pound or a hundred pounds to our dollars? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, well, guys, you make me want to go uh, study abroad, uh, but uh, uh, maybe maybe next summer. Yeah. Maybe next summer. Yeah, I'll take I'll take you, Bobby. I would, I would I'd go we, in a heartbeat. Yeah, we'll go. We'll I, go. Stayed, I stayed abroad in London myself, and uh, man, I miss it. Yeah. I also lived in London, and it was, oh, it was fun. It was fun when I was over there the second time. I was Voted I'd hang out with the, the Notre Dame students. Yeah, you know, go to some of the alumni events. Voted best city of uh, 2022, I believe. Really? Yeah. Wow, yep. that's pretty cool. It's a good time to be there. Then. Wow. Yes. Time that right. <laughs> well, uh, guys, it's that time, but I want to say thank you. 
for coming in the Red Room. We're glad to have you back here at Steads because the spring semester is the best one. So you got your vacation out of the way, and now you can be students again and hunker down and get your money's worth for that degree. Congratulations oh, yeah. for being back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Welcome on. back. Uh, Bobby, don't you like those two guys? Yeah, they're great. I, mean, I tell you, I, I'm jealous. I, you know, it's tough to talk to students who uh, just got back from, you know, fall or no, study abroad. They, they always have such great stories. You mean vacation, right? Vacation. I know. <laughs> that's not vacation. Exactly. Yes, you know, they. I think they're tan, rested, and ready to go. Yeah. Um, and they've seen enough. And, and now Liam really impressed me with his art knowledge too. I yeah. really thought he was going to stumble when I asked him, who's your favorite artist? Well, I gave him that question in advance. I saw him looking at Wikipedia over there. <laughs> okay. No, no, okay. no, no. You know, he, he really, he got the art, he got the art bug. So that's good. Yeah. But you know what else is good? We got good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai, welcome oh, back. It's great to be back. I've got an interesting assortment of news for you guys well, this week. Well, we'll be the oh, judge wow. of that. Well, so they've now, the Office of Residential Life is now transforming the Fisher Graduate Residences. Oh, which yes. Are a type of apartment-style housing, normally yeah. for graduate students, on Correct. the edge of campus. On the edge of campus. They're now turning it to Fisher undergrad residences, so they're transforming the rooms to undergrad suited, which will still have a shared bathroom, shared kitchen, but... For two own, people. Two people, yeah, exactly. It's wow. Your own bedroom, though, on each. So it's, they're really... Yeah. So, so do you opt into this, then? Or? Yeah, so sophomores, juniors, and seniors can. But So freshmen can't just automatically be placed there, but they're... It's an interesting new move they've decided to do. Well, I th- it's going to be only for like 40 men and 40 women. And do you really want to go live over there? I wouldn't want to go that far. Yeah, no. That's practically off campus. Yeah. And you're away from your friends. Exactly. But it, even more interesting is they have, they're going to have a hall staff there, too. Well, you know, I can't comment on that. Uh, <laughs> but what's your next good news? <laughs> well, so this one's interesting with the hall. So we have two sophomores uh, Daniel Jung and Aiden Resner, and they have thrown their hat in the ring here, and they're thr- go- becoming, or they're tr- they've they've gotten onto the ballot. They've secured 700 signatures to get on the ballot for student body president and Ooh, vice president. Wow! So they're taking a wow. big step. And That's a huge step. They're taking a huge step. Bobby, so, we wow. need to, we need to get a lot of white envelopes. Oh yeah. my gosh, we got. Have we had a student body president in your time here, Father Alf? No, we haven't. Not yet. Wow. No, not yet. That's the correct Knock answer. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked on my head, folks. You can't see, but uh, wow, that is. That's but you know, so some interesting initiatives they have, which have definitely resonated with me, mm. is Fresh Fruit Friday. Oh. Which you know, that's a when you see the melon that's coming out of a can in the dining hall, that is a major upgrade. But it, it, it was fresh sealed in that can. <laughs> <laughs> it was well. If, when you go there, you can report back on how that fresh seal looks. You know, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was literally just talking to... Literally. Literally. A mother. A mother just last night, uh, her, her family lives in... Yeah. It's a mother of a freshman um, here on campus. Okay. And she said the family lives here in town. And whenever she has her daughter's friends over, yeah, she always it. puts out fresh cut fruit. Yeah. And students love that. Because they don't get fresh cut fruit that's here amazing. in no, the dining halls. No, you know that, that's not true. Uh, they do, but you have to be an athlete to get it. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They're the well, vacuums. They're the fruit vacuums. Yeah. Fruit hoarders <laughs> are athletes. Fruit oh, hoarders. Life is tough. Life yeah. is tough. Life is tough. And so, lastly, you know, some some interesting thing that's going on in the hall, which has really been an escape from school. Ooh, pray is, tell. You know, we we have some. 
spare time around here, and I think you know where I'm going with that. We went to the bowling alley. Mm, so wow. yes, with it's, our mullets. It's tur- it's turning oh, into like a semester tradition now, and yeah. I am very for it because why? You're halfway decent at it. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit more than halfway decent at it. I like to say I'm on a roll most of the time. <laughs> well, I was hoping you wouldn't strike out. Oh, you know me, Father Ralph. So we had a blast. Oh, wrong, out oh there. sorry, wrong sport. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so we had a blast out there. We went out there Monday, two hours. We ate more pizza than we should. Yeah. I kind of forget it's a sport, but I, I say if you rent, if you can rent the shoes, it's like renting equipment for a sport. So yeah. I, I call it a sport. So what would you bowl? Well, it was a bit of an off day. It was. Did you break a hundred? We did break a hundred. Okay. So you know they do call me the cashier around here, which means I'm always breaking hundreds. So that's, <laughs> that's. Well, you know what I always like when we go to the bowling alley. The guys always want pizza. I guess you know I always say there's nothing better to go with a bowling bowl than than grease and bread. Oh, exactly. Mm, called pizza. That's what we're I mean, and, and, and we got these pizzas, and they were like it was like piranhas. Like we threw. We threw a piece of meat in the water and like, boom. I mean, everyone left the alleys. I'm not kidding. They were running they to went the They went running to it. I was like, put your ball down and knock <laughs> someone's eye out with it or break someone's toe. And, and yeah, no, literally pizzas were coming nonstop and people yeah. were just running like it. They've never eaten. It was going out of like, fashion. <laughs> you know, good grief. Uh, no, it was a fun time. And I, was, I was there. I wanted to... The play, but I had slept on my arm funny and my shoulder. You know what that, that sounds like? An excuse. It was yeah. an excuse. <laughs> because I had, I had to save my shoulder from mass in the elevation. Oh, well, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, what a sacrifice you, you had to make. <laughs> well, I'll go next time. Don't worry. And I'll be there. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting play. at least 150 plus. You don't, you, well, be careful what you wish for because you probably get that more. Because <laughs> I'm not a half bad bowler myself. Wow. Uh, really? Do they saying. still have a... Uh, I remember... When, you know, when I was here, I think junior junior was Wednesday night bowling league or they, there's 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 a Thursday night league now Thursday night maybe it was Thursday night it might have been Thursday night yeah they do still have that that's they have that as strikes and spares yeah so it's because I remember we had a, uh, one of my best friends Zach Hargis he bowled he bowled like a like a one seventy or one eighty oh one night he had like six six straight no well that I don't know like five maybe five straight strikes or something it was pretty impressive. Something, something very. Something we, nice. we had paid yeah. the the bowling alley to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no, no, no. Zach actually really did well, and yeah. that was his moment. I'm not taking away from you, Zach. I know you're listening out there in California, <laughs> compact trash. But uh, you know, uh, there is a bit of other good news. Lay it on us. Uh, in about a half an hour, folks, you're going to hear Tafel music with Leighton Haig. Wow. That's right. Oh, I'm back wow. on the airways, people. I you know I know they want fresh faces on the radio, but this old one is coming back. Oh. And th- you know what? I got my primo spot. We're gonna listen to Baroque music from four to six. Oh my gosh! That's right. With yours truly, I go by my middle name, Layton. Layton Hague. It's late wow. in the afternoon. Oh, ho, ho. that better be here to stay, Father. Oh, Ralph. you know it is. You know, so long as the you know the uh, the the up higher ups are <laughs> pleased with my music selection. But you know, you can't go wrong with Baroque music. You really can't. Someone said, "Are people really listening?" I said yes, because we're going to listen to all the bro kids that their parents never wanted them to listen to, from Albioni to Zamboni and everyone in between. Why? Wow. Because everyone wants a little Baroque in their day. Folks, and I'm, I like the Candyman. I'm going to deliver. 
Oh. Can you, now? Can you get this? Is is this what, what, what's the radio station called? It's WSND. WSND eighty eight point nine. Yes. Can you find it online? Listen anywhere in the country? Yes, here? that's a great question, Bobby. Thank you. You know what? Uh, it's almost as if I planted that question, but I, I did. Father, well, I'm just trying to help I, out your numbers because I know they're going to be pretty low. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, no. I'm the only one. You know, that's. I mean, that you know what? That's an, uh, uh, an easy shot. Funny, ha ha. <laughs> um, but you know, actually. To be quite honest, this is the only show they have every week. Wow. I mean, every day of the week. So excuse me. And yes, Bobby, in answer to your question, not only can you listen to it live if you live in the area 88.9 on the radio, but you can also find it online. And you know what, folks? I'm going to put it on the blog so that you can find it on the blog, the link, on Fridays, and you can tune in. And you know what? I'll do a shout-out. I'm wow. going to do a few shout-outs to a few friends, to a few fans. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Just yeah, a yeah. few. He's gonna want. He's gonna want. Because I can't. I yeah. can't. This is cool. Save, save the a, shout out for me. I, I won't be listening. I know. I know because now, folks, we've also found out that he's not cultured. Wow. He's an elitist. Oh. He's a downer. An uncultured swine. Bobby, no. what is going on here? What do you mean? An idiot provocateur. How can you call me both an elitist and not cultured? Well. I mean, you, well, believe me, they're they're not you know, mutually exclusive. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Bobby, hang around, hang, give it, have a few more years on life like me, and you'll find out. But That's anyway, fair. folks, we need some weather. Oh, so I was looking at the weather, the ten day report. And yeah, I, I thought it was a typo when I first saw it. Yeah, it will be highs in the mid forties. Whoa, we I, need it. It's we need February. It. Highs in the mid forties, unbelievable, and then lows about low thirty. 25, nothing too bad with some sunshine mixed in and mostly clouds and rain and a little bit of snow. But oh, rain, I hope wow. not. Wow, there's, wow. There's a couple things to look forward to. Yeah, so. I should say, wow. That's rain in 30s is brutal. Uh, we need the snow around. I'd rather have the snow than I read the Snow is way better than rain any day of the week. Yeah. Well, Nikolai, thank you for the good news and weather with Nikolai. You're so welcome. Wow. Thank you, Nikolai. Wow. Bobby, it's that time of the show. It's that time. It's that time. We have to thank our guests. We have to thank Ben, uh, St. Ed's Hockey, St. Ed's Pangborn Hockey Team. That's right. (laughs) Uh, And then we have to thank Liam and Logan. That's right. Our, um, you know, our gentlemen who've welcomed welcomed back from Europe. It's great to have them back, uh, but it's also fun to hear their stories. Next time, hopefully, we can go over there to uh, Oktoberfest with them. I and think then, we should. I think then, we should, yeah. yeah. A field trip. You know, senior year. A field gentleman trip. wonders. And then finally, thank you to Nikolai. Um, some more good news and weather. Yeah. 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 Great news and weather. Well, Bobby, thank you for, you know, coming here again, you know, being. Serving so as your punching bag here, you know. Oh, no, Bobby. You just <laughs> offer yourself up. I mean, you walk right into it, you know. I was like, wow, you know. And I can't. It's such low hanging fruit. I, I can't well, pass up on that. But Bobby, right. want to say thank you uh, for being Raggedy Ann. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, Father. Raggedy no, I hope you enjoy sorry, Raggedy next, Ann. Andy, excuse me. Sorry. I hope you enjoy your next two hours on the radio. Oh, solo. I am. Don't worry. You're gonna. You're, you know what? I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna be like a pig in mud. But uh, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, thank you for joining in and listening to all these stories. Uh, Bobby and I, we really are friends, um, and uh, we have great stories along the way. And if you like these stories, well, the good news is that we have more good stories next week. So please tune in to In the Red Room. You can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, and SoundCloud. With my co-host, Bobby Weltner, I'm Father Ralph, and you've been In the Red Room.